Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. In this episode, we are going to be talking about all of the events from Saturday, November 13th, and Sunday, November 14th of 2021. Today's episode is really mostly focused on um, the Remembrance Weekend in the UK um, with a hint of a couple of other things here um, in other countries, but most of it is Remembrance Weekend. Um, We are going to get started with the Belgian royal family. Belgium. In Belgium, and this is like going to be a thing, maybe, um, although most of it's already happened, uh, on Saturday night, King Philippe and his youngest daughter, Princess Eleanor, um, attended the World Cup qualifying match um, for football uh, between Belgium and Estonia. Um, So basically it was to determine if Belgium would have a guaranteed spot in the World Cup, whether they would win their group. Um, Each winner, this is very complicated and I don't fully understand because I've only been a football fan for like half a year. But basically, from what I can determine, um, the winner of each group of UEFA um, and beyond um, is guaranteed a spot in the World Cup round, um, and everyone else has to go into, like, some playoff versions of this. I don't... I don't fully understand, but anyway, um, this was to determine if Belgium would win their group, which they indeed did. They won 3-1 to one to Estonia, so Belgium will for sure be going to the World Cup. Uh, they join Denmark as another monarchy that is going. Um, I also think they played their match last night as well, or Saturday night. Um, I've seen some, I think, kind of paparazzi pictures, but also, like, not, like, authorized photographers. It just wasn't an official visit of, um, at least Mary and the twins and Princess Isabella and possibly Crown Prince Frederick, but maybe not. Um, I don't remember and I'm not going to look them up because quite frankly, it was a private family thing and you know, whatever. Um, but Denmark is also going, Spain is going, Spain played today and beat Sweden. I did watch that game, um, because I am a Spanish fan, um, mostly just because I love Spain, but like also just love the energy behind Spain. Like the Spanish team have some very passionate fans and it's very fun. Um, today was like one of the first games I had watched with like a large audience in Spain at, uh, La Cartuja, Cartuja in Seville and it was great. Um, so that was really fun and made me want to go to Seville now. Anyway, um, so that is coming up. So the World Cup is summer of 2022 in Qatar, um, so, you know, anyway, 
I'll talk about it if Royals go, but um, because one Royal went to one World Cup game, I had to talk about the whole thing. No, um, kind of. So anyway, that is what was going on in Belgium. So this was the, um, so they sent out like a congratulations message this morning. Um, so that is what was going on in the Belgian Royal family today. Well, this weekend, um, they have a pretty busy week. It's not like something every day, but it's, it's some pretty intense things. I think there's a province visit this week, which are really exciting. Um, yeah, so like, here we go. Um, so that is what was going on in Belgium. So now let's go ahead and move over to the British royal family. The United Kingdom. In the UK, it was Remembrance Weekend, so that includes several um, annual events that mark Remembrance Sunday um, and the service and sacrifice of members of the British military. Um, and most of this, I think it's mostly sponsored by the Royal British Legion, which is um, the, like veteran support organization in the UK that is celebrating its 100th anniversary. They're who provide the poppies. They're a nonprofit, I think, um, or at least you can donate to them. I'm really not entirely sure. I'm not British, obviously. Um, so I'm not entirely sure of all the specifics, but they have a donate now page, like button on their website. I think they're mostly a nonprofit, but I don't fully know. Um, they may be a nonprofit with government support. I I just don't know. Um, but anyway, they put on basically the whole weekend to remember those who have lost their lives um, fighting for the country and the ways in which we can support other military members, uh, the way the UK can support other military members who have returned um, and need support. So this includes things like... Um, business grants that were done after the wars, the uh, First and Second World War, um, to give people, injured veterans, their um, dignity back, um, mental health support, um, all kinds of things. So anyway, um, the British royal family has a huge part in every single event that, uh, every big event that they put on over the weekend, starting with the Saturday night festival of remembrance, um, which is, I now fully know what it was, what it is. Um, I was, I was like kind of aware, but not completely, um, simply because I have never seen one. Um, I did not watch 2020s because the Royals, well, I think Charles ended up sending a message. I watched the message, but I didn't watch the thing because they weren't there. Um, and I decided today that I really wanted to watch it so I could figure out what I'm talking about. Um, this isn't always the case. Sometimes I don't watch things that I talk about. I just rely on news sources. Um, but for reasons, which we'll talk about in a second, I just really wanted to watch this one. So, um, it was always known that Queen Elizabeth would not be in attendance at this. She had made, she had made that announcement, um, a couple of weeks ago, 
but um, so the Prince of Wales, Duchess of Cornwall, and the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, as well as other members of the royal family, including the Earl and Countess of Wessex, Princess Anne, um, and some of the Queen's cousins were all in attendance um, at the Royal Albert Hall for this Festival of Remembrance. That is a really poignant... event marking the loss and service of a lot of people, of military men and women. Um, I'm having a hard time talking about it because I literally just finished watching it. I certainly cried through almost all of it um, because it was just very poignant. Um, and also, I just want to like make a comment that the stiff upper lip narrative that if you're from America you hear all the time about the British people um, is certainly not true. Uh, maybe a little more true for the British royal family. They do stay composed more. Um, but the, the general public were also crying uh, that were in attendance. Um, and so... What I wanted to talk about here, primarily, I mean, yes, the event is beautiful, it's great, um, it's so, so important, um, but what I wanted to talk about specifically in regards to the royals um, was at the very end, as is tradition for this event, there is um, the National Anthem Plays, which, of course, in the UK is God Save the Queen, um, and then it is finished with three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen. Um, and for some reason this year, that just hit a lot different. Um, I think because she wasn't there. And then, you know, we're into today now. I've, I've watched it on Sunday and the events on Remembrance Sunday have already happened. Um, and it just hit a lot different and it appeared to hit a lot different for everyone in that room. Um because it was very loud. It was a very loud three cheers. It was a very loud national anthem. And we'll talk about that again for Remembrance Sunday. The national anthem was very loud. Um, because whether we know what's going on or not, and we do not, um, people, of course, want their queen to be okay. And so... Um, certainly that was not the point of this, this event, but in regards to this podcast, it kind of is. Um, but also, you know, the, the British royal family were there, they were in support, um, and that is super duper important. So, that was event number one. Event number two is Remembrance Sunday, which is a ceremony at the Cenotaph in London. Um, it is a monument dedicated to casualties in war. And every year this is presided over by the Queen and other members of the royal family. The Prince of Wales, Duchess of Cornwall, Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, Earl and Countess of Wessex, the Princess Royal, uh, and again, the Queen's cousins. And uh, it was expected that the queen would attend. 
and um, it was announced this morning, shortly before the event began, that uh, Her Majesty had sprained her back um, and therefore would not be able to attend the ceremony. And um, that's a big deal. Um, she, there's like amazing people out there who know exactly how many she's missed. And I think it's a grand total of eight in her entire, um, adult life since she's been going. Um, two were due to pregnancies and six were due to being on foreign trips. And so, um, today was a big deal that she was not there. Um, so... As has been the case for the past couple of years, the Prince of Wales was the primary on the ground laying wreaths. Um, so he laid a wreath on behalf of himself, but also on behalf of the Queen. Um, the Duke of Cambridge laid a wreath, I believe, on behalf of himself and the Duchess of Cambridge. I'm not entirely sure. Um, and then other members of the royal family also laid wreaths. Um, this ceremony is attended by the current prime minister, former prime ministers. Um, you know, I saw in the former prime ministers, I think that was Tony Blair. I saw Theresa May. I saw David Cameron. Um, and those are the prime ministers, I think, of my lifetime and, and Boris Johnson as well. Um, there might be some others in there, but those are the four main ones that I know. Um, and so that... Um, it's just a very important ceremony. So um, the way it works is most members, uh, male members of the royal family and Princess Anne are down at the bottom um, at, the, at the monument. Um, and then other members of the royal family are on a balcony viewing, um, watching the ceremony. So that includes, you know, the Duchess of Cornwall, the Duchess of Cambridge, the Countess of Wessex, um, Princess Anne's husband, uh, Sir Timothy Lawrence, uh, and again, the Queen's cousins, um, all stand on the balconies and watch. Um, and so that happened this year. Um, everything went off without a hitch. Um, the, obviously, again, the biggest thing in, in regards to this podcast was the absence of the Queen. Um, and again, just the, the loudness, the passion behind God Save the Queen this, this time, um, you know, I remember in 2012, uh, during the Diamond Jubilee, uh, Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, had fallen ill after the, the river boat parade um, because he was standing in the rain for hours on end um, and ended up in hospital. And I remember this deafening cheer uh, during the, like, variety show pageant thing. And it felt kind of like that, almost like you're you're putting all this energy into the song, in this case, to certainly not hope that she hears you. She's in, I, to my knowledge, is in Norfolk, um, at Sandringham. She, she may not be, but that's the last place I knew she was. Um, 
but like willing her almost giving her all your energy to feel better. Um, and so that's what this felt like. And of course it was very sad. Um, and knowing that she was extremely disappointed, you know, there are sources out there who have talked to the press that are like extremely close sources, which basically means approved, um, that are, that have said no one is more disappointed than the queen herself. Um, and it, it just sucks. (laughs) It just sucks. Um, And so the ceremony was beautiful. Shortly after the ceremony, the Duke of Cambridge traveled to Horse Guard Parade, which is a a place um, where there was an actual military parade. Um, And he took the salute from the members of the military and veteran organizations that were um, marching. So he took that. Um, I thought this was the first time he had taken it, but it is not. He took it in 2015 and possibly 2011, um, which was kind of like peak William popularity because he had gotten married that year. Um, In 2015, I don't think he was a full working member yet of the royal family. No, he wasn't. That didn't happen until like 2017, I think, where he... Um, stopped his work with search and rescue. Um, but that is what was going on in the British Royal family. Um, certainly a weekend marked by the queen's absence. Um, I should also mention that the 14th is the Prince of Wales birthday, um, as well. So there were some new photos released on the occasion of that. Um, but of course that was certainly not precedent, the most pressing matter of this year's birthday. So that is what was going on in the British Royal family. So now we are going to move over to the Danish Royal family. Denmark. In Denmark, Saturday marked the final day of the Dutch state visit to Germany. Um, So this was like the super chill day where it's like really shouldn't have been considered part of the state visit, but was because she was still in Germany. Um, But Queen Margrethe took on, um, she spent basically the majority of the day um, at the... Hold on. Let me make sure I get the name of this place right. It's the Institute of Arts and something. Design, maybe? Um, Let's see. The Academy of Craft and Design. See, I was very wrong. Um, But she basically spent the whole day there learning about their programming. Um, So she visited their tapestry hall, their jewelry workshops, and other workshops as well. Um, So this is one of the world's most prestigious uh, schools for this kind of work, tapestry, jewelry, um, basically any kind of like what I would consider artistic job, Um, you know, that exists in the world. Um, So this was her final day. And of course, this falls like right 
in her wheelhouse. She loves this stuff. Um, she herself is super artistic. I know we've talked about that a lot this year in particular, it feels like. Um, but like, this is, this is her jam. Um, certainly if she were born in a different family, uh, she would be probably a famous Oscar winning set designer or, um, Tony set des Tony award winning set designer. Like she would be amazing. Um, in the art world. So this was, I'm sure, super fun for her. Um, so as the state visit ended officially yesterday, it was announced today that she is actually um, still in Germany. She is in the like Bavarian Alps um, taking a little vacation. Um, I'm not sure, entirely sure how long that lasts. I think she has an event scheduled for Wednesday. So she's just taking like a couple days to relax in the mountains and the prettiness. Um, and so that is the end of the Danish state visit. Um, it was amazing as well. I have loved state visit week, um, coming up. We, I don't think we have any state visits this week. Um, we do have a couple of international trips. So I believe the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall are headed to, um, Jordan and Egypt this week. Um, if this is still happening, currently it is not on the schedule for the Swedish royal household anymore. Uh, Crown Princess Victoria was supposed to visit the Netherlands at the end of the week, uh, but I'm not sure if that is happening. We do have an incoming state visit to Spain that I was surprised by. I'd heard rumors, but like I couldn't find any definitive answer, um, but they're having the Spanish royals are receiving the Italian president. Uh, for a state visit on uh, Tuesday. So lots going on still this week um, in terms of international visits and trips. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about those as they come. Um, and yeah, so that is what was going on in Denmark. Um, so now I think we are jumping to, yes, we are jumping to the Spanish royal family where we will conclude our weekend episode. Spain had the ever rare weekend event that was announced on Friday. Um, like when I checked the calendar Friday morning to see if it had been updated yet for the coming week, this event was not there. When I checked it in the afternoon after I left my day job, it was there. So like it was announced the day before it happened. Um, which is totally fine. It was just kind of like, a, oh, yeah, let's do that. Um, so King Felipe and Queen Letizia attended the opening of an opera called um, Partenope, which I think is the Spanish word for something. Um, no, it's not the Spanish word for the word something, but I don't know what it's the Spanish translation of. Um, but this is an opera based off of the music of Georg, uh, Georg Friedrich Handel, um, who is responsible for hymns such as like the Hallelujah hymn, um, is his most famous, but he also has other works as well. Um, so they attended this at the Royal Theater in Madrid, which is 
convenient, well, this is not convenient because they don't actually live here, um, but it's conveniently right across from the Royal Palace in Madrid, so that's kind of fun. Um, and if they did live there, like, just a cute little walking distance, cute little walk date to the, to the theater, um, but they don't live there, so they drove. <laughs> but anyway, there were really great views of the Royal Theater when they were walking in. It was great. Um, of the Royal Palace. So anyway, <laughs> sorry, tangent. Um, so I believe this event is more of a replacement to their um, not attending the opening of the season at the Royal Theater. Um, so that is a typical annual engagement for them. They have not missed one, I, at least I don't think, since becoming King and Queen. Maybe 2016? No, that's the one on her birthday. I, th- I do think they've missed one, but... Um, did another thing just like this similarly um and this year they were originally scheduled to attend however um they ended up visiting la palma which is the island in the canaries um with the volcano that is still actively going um so that's crazy but they were visiting um the island and obviously couldn't get back to madrid in time for that, so um, King Felipe's mother, Queen Sophia, attended um, instead. And so I think this was just kind of a, hey, we're really sorry we missed the opening, but like we'll come to the opening night for this. Um, or maybe they would have done it anyway, because it's the first time that this um, opera has been done in Spain. So it has some history behind it. Um, so that was a really fun evening. They have a, like I said, a fairly busy week, so they start right in on Monday. Um, they have the state visit from the Italian president. So that is like three events in one day. Um, the official reception, um, a, a gala dinner, which I'm taking bets on the gala dinner if it's a tiara event or not. My inkling is no. I think the first tiara event for Queen Letizia is going to be the Swedish state visit at the end of the month. However, I'm not entirely convinced. I could be swayed. So, you know, if anyone thinks it's a tiara event, let me know. Um, Also, I'm just like wishing for one at this point because like we've seen most people now in tiaras since. I think it's really just Queen Matilde left and Queen Letizia and the British Royals also. Um, but other than that, like, I don't know. I think we're, we're getting there. Um, so yeah, that's coming up and then some other events as well throughout the week. Um, but yeah, so that's what's going on in Spain over the weekend. Um, again, congratulations to the Spanish football team for their win against Sweden um, because I am a new football fan and specifically a Spanish fan because, of course, ole. Um, no, but just in general, it's very fun. So that is what was going on. And so with that, I'm going to end this episode and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Monday. Bye.